Mic check, mic check. One, two, one, two. Part of my bullshit podcast. Episode number 63. We're live. We back. I know y'all missed this, man. It's been, uh, I don't know. It's been like goddamn near a month, man. No, nigga, three weeks. Three weeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three weeks, three weeks. All right, it's been three weeks, man. But I'm glad to be back. We got Brio to the left. Y'all want to do ASMR? The Uber nigga, the Uber food nigga just pulled up, so we're going to allow her to um, enjoy her food over there. What, what you got over there? What, what you got? Yeah, what did you order? I didn't even look. That joint looked good. It looked like the shrimp fried rice. Yeah, a shrimp fried rice, and then I got a, um, veg- a vegetable spring roll, and then to wash it down, hold on. She <laughs> 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 got... I got simply peach mixed with um, ginger ale. Well, she got a, um, a mocktail a over there. A mocktail over there. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, I got man. my man, Young Dathan, in the motherfucking building. The truth right. here. You know, I I had my America's Best before we got here. I was sitting in that joint grubbing with the 10-piece lemon pepper. But the only thing is they, they put too much lemon pepper on it, man. Oh, it's a little too. Yeah, you know how you got to sit there. You got to basically take a napkin. And okay, and white ball, yeah, it, it's it's too much. It's too mm. much sometimes. Y'all niggas, nah, y'all, y'all niggas, y'all niggas I just came back from um, I think it's called. Look at this mo, nigga, Mumufoku or something like that. Is that <laughs> is that city center? It's like a little Asian fusion spot. Super fire. Is that near uh, Del Friskies? Del Friscos? <laughs> Del, Fris- <laughs> Del Friskies. <laughs> that's what that, yo. That's, that's what we call it, yo. <laughs> that's what we call it, Del Friskies, nigga. <laughs> I don't even know how that came out, but I right. no, it's not near Del Frisky's. Right. Uh, well, actually, I don't even. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm not that rich. I don't even know where Del Frisco's <laughs> is. Um, but either way, it's on. It's like on 11th and F Street at Sydney Center mm-hmm. over there, with like the Hugo Ball Store and a bunch of other restaurants and shit like that. It's a nice little area. I don't know if you be seeing people. Um, during like the winter time in particular, they take like this picture down like a little row, and you see the lights hanging. Yeah, they always take that little picture front. That's exactly where Del Frisco is. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, in the center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It used to be like that uh, that long ago. It's, it's kind of new, um, but now it's really good. I definitely highly recommend that. Um, Did you eat anything? Oh, you ate that? Yeah, what well, yeah. Eat? I um, had a couple drinks there. I had a glass of wine, and then I got the. It was like this roasted chicken dish, oh, a man. spiced roasted chicken dish. That joint was actually really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn, if you, anybody knows me, I'm like a sucker for like pickled stuff. So like I like pickled onions, pickled pickles, shit like that. They came with like a little pickle side of like pickled onions. Yeah, I like sauce. Um, oh, I was picking that up. Oh no, nah, I do. I like uh, pickled cow foot sauce. Um, but yeah, now nah, it, it was good. It was good. Definitely recommend mm, it. Mm, mm. How y'all feeling though, man? Shabri over there, you good, man? <laughs> you poke yourself in the eye. <laughs> now nah, I'm pretty good, man. Just coming off the weekend. You know, we had the uh, the most successful do safer days. You know, uh, I know we'll get more into that, but just to start it off with the shout outs, I'm getting the first shout out and thank everybody for coming. You know, we really appreciate it. Uh, just the turnout, yo. It, it, everything can go wrong, but like we always say, we got the cups, we got the do say, we got the DJs, we partying. Right. And this was the best turnout we we've had. We had about uh, 150, 160 people come through that joint. And um, shit, man, I'm just sitting, I was sit, sitting there seeing people come through the door and I'm like, shit, yo, I hope everybody don't stand in here all at once because <laughs> they, was, they was packing that joint out. Yeah. But it was the hottest day of the motherfucking year, 100 degrees, 
and uh you know we we dealt with the elements and all of that and and there was a there was just a lot of stuff going on but all in all you know the messages and the feedback we got afterwards you know everybody was like yo we had such a good time turnout was good we sold some shirts we gave out some buttons got some people subscribed you know we had a full team helping us clean up like always you know, shout out to all the staff, the bartenders specifically this holding this down. rushing through the recap, dog. Nah, nigga. Nah, I, I'm giving my shout out. Oh, then, right, but right, we going, right. I, I said we're going to talk about it more in detail. Okay, okay, but okay. I just want to let those niggas know, first and foremost. As he continues to talk about it. <laughs> in full detail. Nah, nigga. <laughs> let, let me appreciate my staff. All right, staff, go ahead. Do your thing. Do your thing. I'll, I'll right. stop talking. But go ahead. Go ahead. No, nah, I'm done. I'm done. Seriously. All right, yeah. But no, I just wanted to finish up my shout out of my, my bartenders and my DJs, especially because they, they definitely held us down. Word. Yeah. Right. So we'll come back to it. Yeah, we okay. can. All right, we can, cool. yeah. Bro, yeah. what's good, man? How you been these last three weeks of PTO oh. that we done had? How have I been? What's your milestones been? I know you done hit some strides. Um, I got back consistent in yoga, nice. <clears throat> which was why I, need, I needed to go tonight because I've been going at least for the past three weeks, if not four. I've been going anytime, every every yoga day that I'm available, I make sure I go. So like, if it's yoga, I'm not sitting in the house. So that's a milestone. Nice. And girls are really pulling up for this for these knotless braids. <laughs> I mean, I'll be seeing you post every day. I'm appreciative. I got something to do tomorrow. You know, it's funny not to cut you off, but I am gonna cut you off. <laughs> I saw this girl. I saw this girl tweet the other day. She said, "What's the best protective hairstyle for a vacation?" So I retweeted her. I said, "I said knotless box oh. braids." So she responded back to me. She was like, "Oh man, you was you was so specific with it. How you know?" Right. So I hit her with you know the little emoji with the little nails. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the bad bitch emoji. Right, right. I, I just responded with that. So, so you're a bad bitch. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Duh. You know what I'm saying? But that's what's up, though. Yeah, so then I, I think I have some travel coming up. Um, But is I it, think Is I'm, this one of your your uh, your solo vacations that you go on? No. I don't know right now. Oh. <laughs> oh, she's, oh, that means she's still planning this. You oh, feel okay. like some... You feel it in your spirit that you need to get away, though. No, I actually, I have some things on the calendar, but mm. they're not, um, they're not solo travel. They're like, gotcha. you know, planned oh, trip. Right, right. I definitely feel a solo travel coming up soon, though. Mm. Thanks. Word. Yeah, I think I'm going to start trying to do that, like, on the weekends, especially in the summertime. If I have, like, a three-day weekend, mm -hmm. take, like, a bus trip or a train somewhere. I mean, up and down the East Coast. Oh, it is a bunch of shit yeah. So we got a holiday coming up. What y'all doing for the uh, 4th of July? Any 4th plans? <sighs> Man, Let's... I got cookouts. That's about it. I was going to go to Philly, but mm -hmm. um, it's it's too many people going to be in Philly. Like, it, it, too many people were hitting me up like, yo, I'm about to be in Philly this year. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, fuck that. And I'm not making a uh, New York move. So probably just stay local, do some cookouts, and big chilling. Or for, for real. I, re I had uh, reserved a room that had a rooftop pool. In Bethesda, but because I was like, I'm gonna just swim all day. Mm -hmm. But it's supposed to rain the whole time. Oh, for real? That done, yeah, yeah, starting like is. tonight, Man. all the way to like Sunday, uh, Saturday or Sunday, it's supposed to rain. So I canceled the room. And now I'm like, well, I could really just chill on the house, chill in the house on the balcony on some high shit, mm -hmm. yeah. which sounds also sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> so 
you know, it could go either way. Yeah, now I was speaking of the rain. We were just putting together Fourth of July plans too, and I was. It's crazy. What you know? What I, I hate. This is what I hate. I hate when like I have a, an idea and I start telling people, mm-hmm. and once you start telling people, and niggas like really like, okay, I want to do it, mm-hmm. and then you decide to look at the weather and it's like, oh shit, we can probably can't up. even do them plans. Yeah. Right. So like I've been telling people that we wanted to do. We went to this winery last year. Um, it's called Blue Mountain Winery, like out in deep Virginia somewhere. And uh, it was dope. It was a really good time. Like you know, it's at the top of a mountain. They got like cheap bottles of cheaper, cheaper bottles of wine because there's so many people there. They had, like food and stuff like that. People was out like with their family or just just kicking and playing games. And then the fireworks, you know, later on that night, and you can actually see the fireworks, the DC fireworks, because mm-hmm. you're so high. And, you know, just yeah. a clear sight. And then I told my man today, and he called me like, "Yeah, me and my girl are with it." And then Rachel was like, you ain't look at the weather. It's about to be thunderstorming on Thursday. So, or Wednesday, whatever. What is it, Thursday. Thursday. Thursday, yeah. yeah. Um, so it looked like them, <laughs> those plans might be in the can. So we'll see what happens. So then what? What's your bad? Well, the thing is, my oh, I'm gonna be at the crib. I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm gonna be at the. I'm about to get a little. Um, I'm about to get a little kiddie pool. Put that joint in the backyard. Right, that <laughs> bitch. Yo, you simple. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> those would be the best times. You know, one of my favorite things to do is get like, even though you know I live close to DC, just get hotels or rooms in DC yeah. and just chill. Like, uh, it's you never really think about it, but I used to do that a lot when I was in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. The same thing. I do it all the time. Well, not all the time, but I, um, Corey's birthday was Juneteenth, and I had got a room at the Gaylord. That's okay. it. And I had a good ass time. Oh, for anybody that may be interested, um, the Gaylord's. Uh, Don't tell me you got a discount code. Salon. <laughs> <laughs> Link in my bio. Here. I, you, I, thought you, I thought you was about to say that. Like, I'm, yeah, I made a dope connection. <laughs> Speak it into existence, please. <laughs> no, but I was just saying, um, because since I do braid hair so much, I always be wanting a, a, a massage or whatever. Um, and if you are looking for, or if you are looking to get a massage and still get like that spa feel, but also like not pay that spa amount of money during the summer months, Salon Relaché. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> it's, just, it's French for for relax, but that's oh. the name of the salon in the Gaylord Hotel in National Harbor. Mm-hmm. Um, they got um a massage. Uh, they doing a fifty minute massage for ninety nine dollars. That's not bad. At um, Monday Monday through Thursday only though, and that's during the summer month. So I think the last the last month to be for it to be done is in September. Do they do facials there too? Mm-hmm. But I didn't really pay attention to the... Um, I don't know if they have a facial on sale. Mm-hmm. I just know for a fact that they have um, massage... And their massages started like 170 So for you to be able to go in there and get a $99 fa- I mean a $99 massage and then they automatically charge you a 20% gratuity. So it come out to be like 123 something like mm. that. But you get access to the whole spa like that the day of your appointment, you get access to the spa like all day from 10 to 7 or whatever. And well, the spa amenities. So they got like a whirlpool, they got um the sauna, the um steam room or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's just like not yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah. I should have a fucking this promo, yeah, that was a good little promo. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, um there's been an Instagram video that's been going around. And it's like a guy with a beard. He's getting like his beard washed and like getting a facial. Mm-hmm. It's like different men in different scenes. Uh, not different scenes, but like it's like different <laughs> little Instagram promotions, like whatever. The intro to a porno. It do. It do. 
but I ain't gonna hold you. Like it's just dope to see like black men just getting facials because like I enjoy getting facials and yeah. like whatever. But come to find out, like this place has been getting like thousands, thousands of retweets on Instagram. It's like right up the street. It's in Cap- uh, Capitol Heights. Oh, shit. so I'm gonna see if I go. I-, I can't remember the name off the top of my head right now, but I'm definitely gonna find them. I'm a- I'm gonna book myself an appointment. I'll definitely give a review when I get back. But a lot of people were like in the comments like where is this at you know I want to book an appointment for my boyfriend or mm-hmm. you know I want to send him see y'all got coupon, uh, what's it gift cards or whatever mm-hmm. and I, w- I showed her right show she was like yo that shit's right up the street <laughs> I didn't realize mm-hmm. what the um, I never looked at the address send me that information I got you yeah for sure for sure for sure it's only for niggas with beards um, <laughs> so I think <laughs> <laughs> well uh, well unfortunately a lot of men with beard we don't take beards we don't take care of the skin, the skin that's underneath the hair. Mm. Like I feel like a lot of men just don't go up in there and really wash and give your beard like the love that it deserves. You know what I mean? And you still got to treat it. It's just like the head on your hair. You got to treat it the right way mm. if you want it to continue to grow. Not even just grow, just look good. You know what I mean? Right. Be presentable. Look so healthy, yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's things that men uh, don't do that we should. You know what I'm saying? Fucking keep your nails clean. Clip yeah. your nails, you know, yeah. little shit like that. So it's dope that you're seeing you know black men promoting promoting um, cleanliness and hygiene and just overall you know help take care of yourself you know so i definitely uh plan on uh making an appointment there and uh and, and giving y'all a review you know what i mean good shit yeah talk about self-care but anyway um so i guess we go ahead and transition man go this ahead. last saturday was a fucking it was a zoo man i i will say this man you know shout out to I, I, I almost made a monkey sound when you said a zoo, but huh? I, I held it in. Wow. <laughs> well, well I, I will say this, man. Like, Way to stereotype yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we started this, nigga. We started this joint, like, you know, we started doing the events like two years ago, man. And, and to see how much it's grown and to see the, the love and the support and to see people actually, you know, paying full price day, especially the price that we charge this go around and how many tickets we sold and people pulling up to the door to buy tickets, man, it is extremely overwhelming. And I know it's very cliche to say like, Oh, this is emotional, but it, it really is. You know what I mean? It's really emotional to, to just sit back and just, there was, there was a video that the, the director, the creative director over at the museum posted on his Instagram and he, he sent it to us in our group chat. It was like the view from the outside looking yeah. in. And I was looking at that joint like, damn, dog, like we yeah. really did that, man. And, and and it really means a lot for everybody that bought a ticket. I know, you know, m- money ain't easy. You know, at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck how much money you make. You still wake up every day and you go and you put your shoes on and you, you know, you sit in traffic or you fight through the metro to earn your, your coin. You know, most of us do. A lot of, you know, most of us don't work from home. And I appreciate the fact that you spent your money to come rock with us for four hours, man. And and I, I, I don't. In the heat. In, in the heat at that. You know, like David said earlier, man. Things go wrong at times, yeah. and when you know, first of all, I want to apologize. You know, it was hot in the museum. You know, the the folks in the museum they apologize as well. There's nothing we really could do. It's just too many people. You know, that particular unit is not necessarily meant to have <laughs> that. It is what it is, right? Yeah. But when I'm talking to people, I'm like, look, thank you for coming. I know it's hot, and they're literally telling me, yo, we don't melt, we be fine. Yeah. Oh, no, nah, don't worry about it. It's like that. Or like Brio said in the group chat, she was like, well, it's the summertime. It's, it's to be expected. Like when you hear things like that, that makes me feel a, a, a lot much better about the situation. So with that being said, like I said, you know, I, I definitely am sorry for the heat. I couldn't do nothing about it. But either way, y'all came out. Y'all look good. Y'all was looking clean. Y'all came to have a good time. And it was no drama as usual. It's never drama, especially with that much amount of liquor flowing. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's good to see people just come and just kick it. You know, I know people weren't, Turning up and dancing like like too much like our other events because of the heat. But either way, it looked like people were really just in there just vibing. And I and I really appreciate that, man. So shout out to every last one of y'all that bought a ticket. Even if you did buy a ticket and you threw up on an Instagram um to help promote 
or whatever, or even just shot a text like, yo, I like what I see what y'all got going on, man. I had people, yo, you know, on Instagram when you get a DM and you don't follow that person, it just says Hell request. Yeah. Man, I looked at my request DMs, yo. It was so many that I didn't even get a chance to get to. And niggas hit me like, yo, y'all selling tickets? And, you know, I told myself that I would stop this. I would stop selling tickets on the day of. But it just seems like I can't (laughs) stop doing it. So, you know, I really appreciate the people that bought their tickets early. (laughs) I really appreciate y'all, man. I love it. I appreciate it. And all the people that bought their tickets late, thank you for buying them anyway. But y'all be a pain in my ass sometimes. <laughs> but either way, we got what we had to get done, and uh, y'all came in. And I really appreciate that. It means a lot. It does. Uh, shit, I knew the event was lit when these niggas told me Brio was in there dancing. <laughs> so Lies. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking I had to, I had to force her to do a two step. It was it was like five seconds worth of two step. <laughs> no, but yeah, like, just to reiterate everything you just said, man. Like all of the stories, all the messages I was receiving afterwards, man. It's it's the best thing because during all of that, during that whole entire process, it's stressful, you know, because you we're all Geisha and I are literally there supporting our staff, like making sure everything is running smooth. And also partying and also networking with people. And also, like, it, it, it was so much going on. Literally half the event, I had to sit down and chill because it was so, I was just like, bro, I'm tired. Like, we <laughs> moving the stuff in and out, hanging stuff on the walls. Like, you know, shout out to everybody who, who just came through and, um, you know, represented themselves, man. I, I, I love that. And, yeah. I, yeah, man. Pretty you much. know, one thing that I definitely don't want to just glance over, man, these I, I particularly want to give a shout out to my man Tori, yo. Tori and your two boys. I um, always forget their names, uh, man. De- Devin and Josh. Yo, yo. <laughs> there was there was about three times throughout that evening. And Mark too. Oh yeah. Yeah. There yeah, was yeah. about three or four times throughout that whole evening where we needed somebody to do a run for us. Mm-hmm. And listen, them <laughs> niggas did it, man. We they ran to get, go fans. And listen, y'all don't even realize we damn near ran out of liquor. Them niggas yo. ran and went to go get that. Yeah. Like it it was just yeah. I, it means a lot, man. I really, really, it really means a lot to me that y'all took Y'all stop partying yeah. to go on these runs for us when we needed them, man. And, and and I don't have the words to to express how much that means to me, but I definitely want to give you guys a big thank big you. Big facts. Shout out to BM. Shout out to Nate. Absolutely. Nasty Nate. You know, shout out to uh, Lakita and Rudy, two bartenders, man. Mm-hmm. Shit. Two two people holding down 160. I, yeah. And, and as usual, heat. man, shout out my man Chad. Yo, Chad oh, always oh, stepping yeah. up to, oh, yeah. to help him when we need him to. And that also means a lot to me, man. Like, you know, as movements grow, people always try to get it. You know, they get themselves attached. You know, they see things where they're going and they want to be a part of it. But there's certain people that we've been working with since fucking we were trying to give away tickets. You yeah. know what I mean? And they seen where we were going and they're always going to be tied to us, man. And, and that definitely means a lot to me as well. Most definitely. Shit. When's the next one, Geech? Man, I don't know, <laughs> dog. I don't know. We got more in the chamber. Yeah, don't yeah, worry yeah. about it. There's definitely some things uh, we're working on, man. We have... We have some uh, interesting relationships that we're, we're we're working on, so hopefully we'll be back soon with something else. I know for sure, for sure, the next one of the mark your calendars for that first weekend of December. I know for sure we'll definitely be doing our anniversary do safe for days around. And y'all, y'all gotta let me know if y'all like the uh, the baseball jerseys because I can sell them too. I can get those mocked up and made for y'all too. <laughs> Man, people was trying to take them off me and shit. For sure, for sure. Oh, also too, man. There was we we. This is our first time we actually had like a bunch of shit just to give away. Like we had a bunch of pins. A lot of people took those. We sold. This is our first time selling some shirts. We yeah. sold some shirts as well. Excuse me. So you know, like I said, man, just just a big thank you. It really means a lot. And uh, you know, please be sure to tag us in y'all pictures. Please be sure to follow us. 
Um, we're going to be including the link for this episode in the thank you email that we send out tomorrow. So yeah. I'm sure we'll be getting some new listeners. So thank you for subscribing. New listeners, we're available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, all that good shit. Um, you know, this is episode number 63. Please go back, revisit some of our old episodes, get to know us a little bit more on a personal level, um, and just stay tapped in with us. Yes, sir. That's it. That's, that's it. Shit, that's it. You, you did real good, young. You, Damn. You was rapping for a good 10 minutes. Oh, shit, man. Well, <laughs> well thank you. I tried. I tried. <laughs> uh, well, let's get into some topics. The first thing that I wanted to do, I know about y'all, if y'all had anything to get out the way. I got one more one more shout out. That's it. I want to give a shout out to uh, Regina Hall and to Roger P. Henson. Um, I know we're super late with this. We haven't recorded, but I want to give them a shout out for the amazing job they did at the BET Awards, in particular, Regina Hall. If y'all don't know, Regina Hall is a Washington, D.C. native, man. She brought a lot of D.C. flair to the BET Awards this year, man. We had fucking EU was up there rocking. Um, you know, she was up there doing the butt. Like, she it was incorporating, like, just different D.C. stamps and different D.C. culture uh, uh, items into the BET Awards this year. So I definitely want to give her a Did you stand up and start beating your feet when you... Uh... Nah, so the thing is, I wasn't actually really even watching live. When oh, I had yeah. got on, I got on, I forgot about the BET Awards. I think it was at my parents' house or something like that early in the day, and I was, and I got home, and I saw everybody, you know, obviously tweeting Tweet, about it. Yeah. So then I went back, and I think it was recording, though, and then I was able to jump in and stuff like that. And no, you don't beat your feet to, <laughs> to, no. to do the play. You don't beat your feet to that. <laughs> uh, but it, it was really dope to see. So shout out to them. Also, 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 one last shout out, um, Tyler Perry. If y'all don't know, man, just fucking go on YouTube or go on Twitter. Tyler Perry gave an amazing, amazing speech um, at the BET Awards and it was all centered around black ownership and having a dream and actually following through with that dream. It was very, very touching. Um, you know, I, I've never been a big fan of Tyler Perry movies or anything like that, but um, at the end of the day, he's a black man that has come from, you know, the bottom to make it to where he's at today. So if you have not seen his speech, um, please, please go. Oh, I guess is, is that what it's called? Is that a speech? I guess like an acceptance speech yeah, or whatever. Yeah, his speech. If you haven't seen it, please go look it up. And a uh, big shout out to him for providing some motivational words to to the folks. Yes, sir. Yeah. Unfortunately, not a lot of people watched the BET Awards this year. It was. It was. I think they said. It was like two million people. Yeah, I heard about that across the board. Yeah, I think they should broadcast it on Twitter because every- That's why I don't know what speech y'all talking about. Oh, oh so I, I didn't watch it either. But I, on, everybody watches it on Twitter because yeah. all you gotta do is follow the people's tweets. Mm. So literally, people were recording it and then putting it on Twitter. Were you able? Were you able to see Tyler Perry? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So like that's why I was like, well, why not? They just have it live streamed on Twitter or something mm-hmm. like that in the future. You know? Yeah, I will make sure that you get Pay it, man. It that. was it was really dope. He was he was telling a story. Um, about it was, him helping like a blind man cross the street when he was a kid, and he was just talking about like how he, you know, his mother, his grandmother, and like her friends were like inspiration behind a lot of his early stories. And then he started getting into his bag about how you know him buying his studio and how he was saying that his studio is actually on like a, a Confederate Army like base or something like former Confederate base. Yeah. And he was saying how you know back then you know they was basically trying to keep you know keep niggas in slavery or in bondage or whatever he was like now you know my studio is owned by owned by one nigga and on top of that like the the things that were pumping out are continuing to be black as shit you know super black so it it was all in all it was a dope little speech that he gave man i think everybody could take something away from that you know what i mean i fuck with that yeah yeah definitely watch it though but now we got all that positive shit out of the way man let's get into some fuck shit man (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so fuck shit. Your favorite part of the episode. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so listen, as y'all know, I'm a big Chris Brown fan, man. So Chris Brown been on some antics lately. First, he uh commented on 
Lately? Yeah, lately. Lately. Oh, he's he's he always on some fuck right. shit. Well, recently he commented on Karuchi's picture. You know, she goes with Victor Cruz and she he comments on some shit like that nigga don't know how to dress mm. and he looks like he like pulled his clothes off of a mannequin yeah. or something like that. So then he came back around and said that his shit was hacked. And I know this is old, but I do want to ask you all a question. Obviously, they had a, a, a interesting, maybe a tumultuous, tum, was it tumultuous relationship? Tumultuous doesn't that, have an R in it. Huh? <laughs> it doesn't have an R in it. Tumultu- tumultu- tumultuous. Tumultuous relationship or whatever. <laughs> so I wanted to ask y'all. Don't laugh at me, yo. I wanted to ask y'all, you know, would you rather see an ex of yours date up or date down? Well, I'll go first. So just the, the touch on the Chris Brown part. He was right about <laughs> he was. the crews being corny. He was looking crazy. He and not being crazy. able to dress. His picture was looking crazy. He but. Was. Just because you're right. My dad used to tell me, just because you're right doesn't mean it needs to be said. It's just bad Jamaican shit. No, real <laughs> rap. Real, real rap. So, like, come on now. He, he, I, me, I wouldn't be commenting on my ex photo. And uh, um, and it's a picture of her and her new nigga or whatever. Now, to get to your question, would I rather my ex date up or date down? Huh? Well, there's several answers to that, right? Because... I would want her to date down because, you know, it's like, okay, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. now I, I see you with a corny nigga. You can't do better than me. Okay. But if my ex were dating up, like, dating someone who I was like, damn, like, this nigga is really better than me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then, actually, I would look at it like, oh, I'm in that same nigga's league. Like, okay. I fucked her too. Like, okay. for real. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I would have to. All right. I I like his latter response. Um, but I honestly, when you first asked asked the question, maybe like 45 minutes ago, I tried really hard to (laughs) come up with the best answer and I can't because none of my, none of my exes have actually dated up since me. Mm, Okay. And that's partly in fact to me automatically thinking that I'm the coolest person that I know. And so like. You can have you can have certain attributes that are quote unquote better than mine, right? But I deep down inside, I know you're not cooler than me. Okay. So So when you say they dated down, like did you do you know some of the women or just like looking at like looking at them like, oh nah, she trash or whatever, like Yeah, oh okay. like um this one guy he was kind of like talking to the, this was like some college shit, but he was kind of talking to this girl. And I was like, you know, that doesn't really sit well with me. So like, do you like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just, I let it go or whatever. So then they actually started dating. But when I let it, let the situation go, she wasn't better than me then. Mm, okay. And then it seemed like not only she, but he also got worse when he went, like he started smoking cigarettes. I don't know if he ever. Oh. I don't think he ever even smoked cigarettes <laughs> before in his so life. So his overall life just yes. Okay. So then niggas smoke cigarettes though. That, to tap into that shit as an adult too. That's but wild. she was she had already smoked cigarettes. Ah. Uh, so and of course I'm like you have to kiss somebody that smoked yo, cigarettes. If you yep. dating a girl that dates cigarettes, you was nasty yo. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, so it's like little. It's like certain things that I know that I'm like. I'm just better than better than you just based off that one thing alone. Like I was automatically better than her because I don't smoke cigarettes. <laughs> and am I cigarette smoking shaming? 
Yes, I am. Fuck I you. am. Okay. Um. So, I mean, like, if you smoke cigarettes, I'm better than you if you're listening right now. I just need you to know that. I agree with that. I, agree. <laughs> <laughs> I 100% agree with that. Um, And don't at me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just keep thinking about them them old commercials where they show the people who have been affected by a smoke. They know, having you know, box yeah, to their, yeah. to their you know like this. Shit, <laughs> they got a hole in their neck. Like, like how you decide that this is the life shit, I want to get into? Like, that's, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, nah. Uh, so, for me, I don't know. I feel like if... if because, you know, I'm a Virgo, so we be over-analyzing shit, right? Like, if I seen my ex was dating a nigga that I just know is corny, I'd be like, yo, was I corny too? Like, is this her lane? Exactly. Like, that's the first time I was like, this her lane? Like, I know for... <laughs> I know, I remember when my ex broke up with me. This how I know she was hurt. <laughs> this I knew she was hurt. <laughs> oh, she was dating different niggas, and she would like find some. She would find ways to like jump in my inbox. I'll never forget this time, dog. She texted me and she told me she was dating a nigga, and she was like, "Yeah, and that nigga got a, a big old dick." Oh. I was like, "Bitch!" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. No, she did, yo. She did, dog. Yeah, I'm looking at the text like, <laughs> "Bitch!" Like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you can't, you can't handle my. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> you should have responded like, "Work." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's funny. It, the funniest part is like, I know the guy that she currently dates, and I know he whack because I know the people that he be around. So like, you didn't really level up. Like, you definitely leveled down. So mm. I would definitely say I think it would have to be like a level up, and then more so is like you know, I don't have any animosity. I don't. I don't have any animosity towards anybody. So I always want to see people doing better. Right. You know right. what I mean. So that's I, how I feel. Too. Yeah. It was like, oh yeah. well, you know, she did, done. You know, dating me, whatever happened, happened. She's learned from that. And it's now always, she's going to up. me, it's <clears throat> always a situation where I want the best for you, but I know that I'm literally the, the best, best for you. you. Okay. Yeah, so like, That's such a woman thing to say, though. It's like, not going to get any better. Yo, I'm going to generalize like shit. Women swear like they're always <laughs> the best no matter what. No, it is. no, like, no. I can, I but, can absolutely. At least you got proof, though. No, so, okay. but Shit I works. can absolutely <laughs> tell you that like. I was a I was not a good a great <clears throat> girlfriend in my previous relationship. Mm-hmm. So when I got out of my previous relationship and I was like single for like those that good amount of time. Yeah. But I knew I knew actually in so I got out of my relation my last relationship in like August of 2014. By the time it was late 2016. I knew that whoever had me next was about to get a fire and was about to be in a fire ass relationship. So you evolved and shit. Yeah, yeah, but I but I could feel it like because I I dated like mm. you know I definitely like learned mad stuff about myself and it was just like a those two years two and a half years or whatever they were like amazing like mm. 2015 for me was man mm-hmm. I lived but like. Because me and my ex are cool, and of course, you know, we had that little patch when when we first broke up, but w- once we got over that and we was comfortable enough to talk about or to casually talk about things that that happened that shouldn't have happened or that things that could have happened or something that couldn't ha- could have happened differently, I was able to, I was, I was, at a, I was comfortable enough with myself to be able to accept whatever criticism or feedback or whatever now that I could, I felt like I could look at myself subjectively or objectively mm-hmm. and be able to take in and see all my faults at face value. So like in a relationship when he was saying that I was doing selfish shit or whatever, I, yeah, to me, yeah, I wasn't. But yeah. once I got comfortable enough to receive it, 
I was like, yo, that was that was some selfish mm. ass shit. Yeah. What if the person? What if the person that's best for them is like when you you like ends up being one of your friends? Nah. How would you feel? About nah. That? Well, first off, let's not gloss over the fact that Shorty went immediately to saying that the nigga had a big old dick. Like, oh, back there, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I want, I wanted to ask you, yeah. did, was was there ever a time <laughs> where you looked at that best and was like, damn, like, like, is that nigga bigger than me? Nah, because I know I got no little dick, so right, I never right, had that. Right, right. I'm like, so, no, nah, but, but you know, but I feel like so because in, so in a situation like her, I feel like in that situation she was just thinking of a dig that like yeah, that any man yeah. will feel some right, kind of way a general, about. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. like she said, it was some other shit she said in there. Like, yeah, that that nigga uh owned his own. Like she was just throwing shit. Like he owned his own place. I'm like, right. bitch, I don't even want to. I don't want to own. Right. Like if I wanted to, I could too. But it was just one of those things where like she was just listening. She was hurt. Mm. She was hurt. My thing is, you know I, I, mean? I never understand why, male or female, I never understand why people <laughs> immediately go to, oh, you had a trash box or you had a trash dick. So I, and and the whole time during, you didn't that, have nothing to it, say about it. I, I, because I think a lot of people know that people are insecure with certain, like, with certain, like, sexuality. Like, mm. that's an easy way to make somebody, like, if, like shamed or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's just a go to. It's like, dog, I don't give a fuck. Right? Like we was fucking for mad years. You right. know what I mean? Exa- like, exactly. Like cool. Like, like you're single yeah. now. Enjoy, enjoy your life. You know what I mean? I think in that particular situation, it took a lot of me, a lot of that. Like, yo, that cool. Like, I think I was even like double tap. I think I might have put a heart on that bitch. <laughs> I think I might have hearted it. Like, sis, have fun. Bust it open. Like. Live, just live. <laughs> you know what I mean. Live, enjoy. enjoy. Yeah, like I'm good, know, love. Yeah, and, and but once again, you know, that's years ago. So you're like a little bit Thanks. younger. You know what I mean. Like in a situation like that now, I don't know if that would be the dick. Me personally, I never would go at somebody like that. Like, I think that's that's mad fucked up. You know what I mean. We already know that people go through like a lot when it comes to like b- body issues. I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to take those type of digs and nobody. You know what I'm saying? Nah. If yeah, I'm, but now to get back to your point, nah, nobody fucking none of my friends. None at all. None. No, yeah, fuck that. I, I don't I can't as as mature as I am, <clears throat> that's something that I just can't see. Except so me and my ex, we were together for three and a half years, mm-hmm. right? And we're cool. It's nothing about him that I want. Like I'm just not attracted to him like that anymore, right? So it's basically what I'm trying to say is that we could never be back together. Mm-hmm. But I could never see him with any of my friends either. And then to bring it um, more presently, somebody that I dated briefly, very briefly in like 2017. Um, I I know of somebody that I feel like he would get along with, but I can't see myself. You can't throw the oop? I can't Fuck because that. I can't throw it because. Because you don't want to. Because I hang out with her and if I see him and I'm cool with him. And if I just see them together or, like, if she bringing him around, it just would be weird. Okay. You know what I mean? But, like, that, okay, I wouldn't throw the oop, but if they, like, just so happened somehow, some way to, like, come to, because she wasn't my friend when I was dating him. You know what I mean? But she's my she's my friend now. That changes it, though. It does. No, it don't. So it, Not no, for me. It, oh, no, finish that. I want to no, come back to that. Hold no, on. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I think, I think, okay, so I think it's, it could be subjective. If like if it's like a ex ex, but like somebody that I said like I said I briefly dated, mm-hmm. um we didn't even have sex, mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. I, I, it was okay all right all right 
a form, like he ate the box. But a form. All right, okay. But like, and that shit was trash. That's okay. why he ain't no cheeks. Okay. All right, so, all right, all right, yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I wouldn't want to subject subject her to that. Oh. Like, maybe he learned. Maybe, maybe. What was it? No. I don't honestly. That was like a hard part in my the, life. He might have leveled up. That's what I was saying. Like, maybe, like, but, maybe. But what make? What I'm makes... not. I just don't want to go into that okay. right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it was bad enough that she remembered to say that. But go ahead. Yeah. So, <laughs> yo, you look really disturbed. I right like. <laughs> I kind of get a little bit nauseous when I think about it. But anyway, <sighs> Lord. Um. Hey. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was I saying? She, you were saying you don't want to. So you br- you briefly dated him. Oh, and even her dating him now would be. I would like I'm not comfortable enough to put them together. Okay. But if fate had brought them together, because she wasn't my friend when he and I dated, mm. um, I would be okay. Does she Does she know that y'all dated? No. Oh, okay. And and he's not significant enough for me to be like I, I dated such and such. Like if if they introduced and you know it just so happened to be like oh this is my new whatever. I would I would be like, oh, I know him or something like that. Right. But it wouldn't be as it's not as significant to be like unless she be like, well, how you know him or whatever. Right, right. But it's still not significant enough to go into like real detail because it's it's not it, it doesn't quick. matter. Yeah. I, I think that changes the scenario too. Like if we were friends, like if, if we were friends while I was dating X person, yeah, and you date them later on, that that is a little weird to me. Yeah, because it's almost like you're you experienced the relationship with me. Well, that's well, that too. Because like, I told you, you know what I mean. Right. Everything that was going on may it be good or bad. Like, but it also makes you think. Like, was you checking for this person while I was together as well? See, and I normally don't think like that. Only I, do, be- I will. I only yeah. don't think like that because that was kind of like the circumstances with my ex and I. Mm. Um, because he was married prior to me and him and I had been friends since I was a freshman and he, he was, um, a year older than me, but him and I had been friends since I was a freshman in high school and him and I was like really, really, really close. Like, I hate to say that I saw him like a brother, but I did. But the whole time he didn't really see me like that. And I didn't know that. Um, so genuinely on my, like on both sides, it was completely platonic. Like we never had did anything. I secretly did not have feelings for him at all, but low key he did. And, you know, he told me that after we got together, whatever, but he got married, had a son or whatever. And then that shit didn't work out. And so like, and you know, they didn't have a, like a wedding. I think it was like some courthouse shit, but like I visited them at their house, like at their married house, like when she first had the baby and everything. Because he was genuinely my friend. Right, right, right. But then, you know, when they broke up or whatever, and we ended up, how we, like, how we got together is mad crazy. But we, it was basically one of them, we talked through it. Like, the signs of, it it wasn't like, no, it wasn't like mad lusty. It was like, literally us, like, checking things off the list. Like, the signs, like, you know, I'm this. For you, I could be this for you, you right, could be right, this right. for me. We're already mad, cool. Like, let's try it and see what happened. It was one of those kind of situations, mm. or whatever. And um, and she's, you know, I believe to this day thinks that like we had something going on in the beginning. So that's why I can't never take the view of 
because I know personally that did, that wasn't so, the truth for so, me. So that I mean that's just a simple conversation to have, mm-hmm. right? But but with, with if I would have put her shoes on, she is in the right for possibly thinking. Oh that, yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean? like, yeah, but yeah. I'm just so that's saying why, why I would go to that. Right. But I'm for, just saying a, yeah, in my yeah. own personal experience, I know I can't mm-hmm. because I know it wasn't necessarily me. Mm-hmm. Plus, you can kind of tell. I feel like well, then again. I'm mad. I get mad personable with people that I really fuck with. So maybe it is hard to tell, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. What you you were saying? No. Yeah, I was saying I was saying no across the board because For both both scenarios. If you were dating, if you were dating them, if why, they was your friend before body, yeah, or after, yeah, okay, or yeah. only because even if they don't know that person, you're my friend, right? You're going to come to me and talk to me about your significant other. Like, we're going to have conversations where you're like, yo, this girl is getting on my nerves or this guy is getting on my nerves. If you don't, well, if I dated that person or I had any involvement with them, mm-hmm. now I'm going to be like, damn. Like, it's. Does it matter how long the. Does it matter how long you've dated that person or how long ago it was when you dated that person? I don't think so. I think. I don't think so. Because then if you're talking to me about, let's say y'all had like an argument. Mm-hmm. Right, and you're talking to me about like something negative about the person. Mm-hmm. Then I'm gonna dig into my bag, my head, my past with Even them. Even if you're already in a current relationship so and you're that, happy, that's yeah. the wild card for me right there. Yeah, that is the wild yeah, card for but, me. but 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 damn, you took that shit. All I'm doing is I'm thinking about like my personal experience with that person and trying to relate it to you. I don't want to have those conversations because now then I'm feel like all right, maybe I I, I could be projecting on you, uh, uh, like. I, I could be hmm. putting stuff in your head that's I, not really I, I there. See what you're you know saying. what I mean? I see, like, I see what you're saying yeah. as well, but because I, I am in that actual, um, mm-hmm. I can speak from experience in that scenario as well. I, I think that it takes a, a own certain level of personal maturity mm-hmm. and it really speaks on like how detached you really are from that previous situation. Mm-hmm. So my first boyfriend, um, my first boyfriend from like 11th grade, we dated, we dated like for about a year and then dated on and off kind of like after college or whatever. I mean, after high school, it was kind of like just bad timing. Like he would be messing with somebody and then I would be single and then I would be messing with somebody and he would be Mm -hmm. single. So like we would come together in moments, but like it could never really pan out because it just wasn't the, the right time or whatever. And then eventually it just dissipated. Like we just never tried anymore or whatever. Um, and then he ended up, he's married now with a daughter, but he's married to somebody that I know from way, from like a long time, a long time ago. So basically I used to live in this neighborhood and I grew up, um, I grew up around these two sisters and then I moved away and hadn't seen them. So I had known them for maybe like two, two years of my, two or three years of my life and then moved away years. Right. And then. They didn't know each other at the time. It just so happened to be that, you know, they later on in life, they met. And so basically, I know who his wife is, right? Mm -hmm. So not only do I have a personal connection with him, I low-key kind of have a personal connection to her, even though I haven't seen her since I was like fucking seven or nine or some shit like that. I don't know her. I didn't know her as an adult. I know him more like an adult or whatever, but he he would like hit me. And even before his relationship, he would hit me every now and then, maybe like three or four times a year and be and check in and, you know, ask for advice or something like that. But now the advice, the advice is about not now, like presently, but it could be 
Um, but the advice would be about, or like the venting would be about his wife, right? And before I was like, why the fuck? He would like he sent me he sent me mad pictures when his baby was first born and everything. And that for me was like the line that was like too much. But like when he was hitting me about, you know, whatever they was going through or whatever, I didn't give a fuck because I don't want him. You know what I mean? And I didn't. Re- we had like bad times. We had like good times. But I didn't. Re- it don't make me reflect on the times that we had. And I wasn't even in, in a relationship when they first got like together and was engaged and stuff like that. I was still single. Mm. So, like I said, for some reason, the only thing that was like that had thrown me off was the fact that he was like sending me baby pictures and kept sending me. And I'm maybe because like I kind of don't give a fuck about people, kids. So it's like. Like stop sending me. Now, now would it be different? Yeah. Now would it be different if she was sending you stuff about him? Um, no, honestly, I think honestly, I think I'm I would probably be more comfortable if it was her versus him. Because I don't want I wouldn't want something to happen between and I know it wouldn't, but I feel like as a woman, you're not open to your ex hitting up his ex i mean you're not open to your man hitting up his ex getting advice from getting advice about your own relationship right like who does that but like i feel like on her side it would be more forgiving if like it was to come out like i get advice from her or like i still hit her up or something like that yeah but even though it's not on like no weird because he don't tell me like nothing super personal it's just like just general frustration that that anybody would be, you know, upset about or whatever. But so, so for me, I, I think I'm thinking in like two different situations. If it was my guy friend and he was dating a girl who I used to date, then that's a no no for me. I don't I don't want you talking to me about her. I don't. I just I just don't. If it was my girlfriend. An ex girlfriend. Like, no, no, no. If it was like a a a, a girl, a, a woman oh, a, a who's my friend, friend. Yeah. yeah, who I used to date, who is now talking to me about her current relationship with another guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, I, then that's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but I, I couldn't. I, it's a no for me if it's my guy friend who is currently dating a girl who I used to date. I, could, I I wouldn't be able to because do that. Because you don't want inf- to you don't want to have your personal feelings influence right because because it it, it all depends on how your relationship with that person when, ended, yeah. like how your current relationship with that with that person is right and and we know mad shit can happen. I mean, what, what was that? What's that one movie? Uh, the black movie when the nigga wrote the book. He did what? Ah, uh, he said he wrote a book. Yeah, the the, the movie with Tate Diggs and all them Brown niggas. Brown sugar. Nah. Oh, you talking about um, when he wrote the book about oh, fucking all the friends? Oh, oh, fuck. Why did it was? It's not why did I get married? B- I know the best exactly. man. The best, best man. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm like it, shit. For me, it like it, it wouldn't exactly. You know when the wife died? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it, it wouldn't exactly be like that. But I, I just if it's my man's and you're dating my ex girlfriend, yeah. nah, like. No, I got you. I think it's more so. Put it this way. No, I wouldn't be okay with it. But not because of my own feelings, just because, like you said, to just witness it and just see it unfold yeah. or whatever. But I also would have to say no with a caveat because it's like, 
how close am I to the girl and like how long of a yeah. relationship with it was it, it does, with yeah. like the guy or whatever. So like I said, the girl that I just that I just started hanging out with and the guy that I was dating for a very short amount of time, I would probably be fine because like even initially I would be like weirded out about it. But I think if they was like really fucking with each other on some shit, I would be fine because it's like I was really only fucking with that nigga for like six months. Or, right, right. It, that, could, it, could, that, it couldn't be yeah, no it couldn't that, be no serious shit. Yeah, if, nah. if it was like a serious, serious relationship with, with Shorty, then nah. Like yeah. I, I think for limits. me, once I move into a new relationship, I think that it is what it is. Like I, I, I can't like I can't feel a way about something when I'm in my own situation. I'm trying to get But you can though. Rolling. You can't let me say that. I can. But I will try not to. You but, know what I mean? Like, if I'm in a... You're really only robbing yourself of, like, reality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so I'm, I'm making it seem like it's impossible to, like, to, like you gotta... Like, you could just like, shut the... And that's like, me being the, the coldest down. nigga yeah. ever. Like, like you it, really can't it, it, just shut can't. that shit off. But, like, how can I? You know what I mean? Like... If I'm in my own relationship, why am I worried about what my it's, ex is doing? It's, 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 I don't. Sorry, I don't think it's that you're worried. It's, it's you're not. It's just it's, festering. Yeah, like it's it's, it's more like is it more on the ex or is it more on your friend? For me, it's more on my friend because he, like, my friend would know the trash that I had. Like, if Shorty who said something about your big old dick or whatever, <laughs> right? Your big would, old dick was was smashing like yeah. like your best male friend. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you would feel some type of way because he would know how she disrespected you. Okay, you know what I mean. And mm. and and this is single me or I'm already in a relationship. Already in a relationship. Like my, I don't, I don't already, I don't feel comfortable being around people who disrespect me. Okay. like openly like that, like directly like that or whatever, right? Mm. And my friends would know that. So if you're bringing a person around who has disrespected me on that level ever, then I'm gonna just feel some type of way. I'm gonna talk to you about it, yeah, and and we gonna have our words, but I'm I'm gonna feel some type of way. Mm, okay, yeah, especially when you you stoop that low, like fuck it. I like that. Wow, that was a good conversation. Oh, I, hold on, I got one more. Hold on, we still on Chris Brown shit, right? <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Oh, because we, we ain't even talking about um the the song, the joint where he said I only what did he say what? I only date. so so tell me because I know you listen to all thirty three songs. Yo, I finally got through the whole album today. <laughs> I was stuck on the first half of the album, so damn fire, dog. I finally got to the back half today, but go ahead. I, I, I don't, I don't, I was, I was asking you, like, how was the album? What song are you talking about? I haven't listened to it yet. I love the album I a lot. Either. Y'all know I'm a big Chris Brown fan, man. The first, like, he come out the gate with, like, with, with joints, man. Just, just <laughs> joints. Like, it's just perfect summer music. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, a good summer evening where it's not too hot. You can ride around with the windows down your top yeah. back. And he came out with some. Is it better than Menage Trois? The the dream shit. Oh damn! He, Chris just gave us so many fucking songs, bro. <laughs> I, I don't know. Menage Trois is close to me though. I I, I like that. Mm. Menage Trois is a little bit more sexual, okay. whereas the Chris Brown joint is just like good, just like overall, just riding music. Yeah. Um, but like I said, on this particular song, he was talking about what well, the the actual line says something like, "I only only fuck the black bitches with." Like nice hair or something like that. So obviously, you know. I mean, that's true. That that's what he does. Okay. So, so talk to me a little bit more, because obviously people people were in his comments. Chris Chris re- reacted real terrible. People were in his comments saying like, "How can you say that about black women?" And blah Look, blah blah. The one thing I know about Chris Brown is that he does not give a fuck what anybody else thinks. 
All right. There's several examples of that. He hopped on Karuchi's IG post and was talking about Victor Cruz, like her current boyfriend in public. He could have texted her that shit. He could have called her. He could have sent a DM. No, he went public post. So the funniest part about that whole post shit is the nigga commented like three separate times, yo. Dog. He said something, came back again, and then came back the third time. Son, Did he, didn't he comment and say, like, I was hacked or something like that? Yeah, he, he wasn't hacked. Nigga, nah, he, come, yeah, he, come yeah. on now. Yeah, nah, I'm not buying but it. Like, he definitely did it. This nigga, you know, not even... We're going. We're we're not. We're going to just ignore the whole beating up Rihanna part. Yeah, like, the, like you know, you, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But he has had several other times where like he's always wilding out and doing some dumb shit. Like especially on social media, mm-hmm. you know. So for him to come out and say this, okay, no surprise. He fucks bitches. He fucks black bitches with nice hair. It's coming from Chris Brown. So I think people, I expect it. Same. I think people were up in arms because they were saying like, oh, like he was doing like, I guess maybe like, uh, not gender, I said gender, like texture shaming. Oh, absolutely. Like talking. So I didn't take it that way, I mean, though. I mean, so, 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 so people are very sensitive on this topic, right? Because we're, we're in a society now where everything is all inclusive, right? So you do, as a, as a person of his stature, you do have to be very careful of how you say certain things, of what you say, Right. But when you don't give a fuck, <laughs> you don't, and and you're untouchable. Chris Brown is untouchable, legit. Like it, it pains me to say it, but he's un- he beat Rihanna. I still bounce back, and he still had women arguing in his favor about justifying why he beat her, bro. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's untouchable. Well, I will say this, man. When the man said the nice hair, I didn't see anything wrong with it simply because I like joints and nice hair. I too. fuck with black bitches. Like, what is nice hair? So, so, and I think that's the thing. I think, like, especially in the black community, right? Especially amongst black women, you know, we've always talked about good hair. Like, what's good hair? Like, you know, people would like coarser, maybe coarser hair has not been like quote unquote good. Like, good a lot of times is associated with like the wavy, like, more like maybe right. like mixed ish quality type hair or whatever. I'm not about to get in full details. I'm not about to be politically correct here. So don't so don't judge me. I know we got a we got a stylist over here to my <laughs> left. <laughs> but y'all know what I'm talking about. So I think a lot of people were hearing nice and they interpreted it as that. They that's the first they thing they saw. They immediately went to like the the, the whole yeah the yeah. type of like the actual type the grain like, is, that, is the grain of hair is that what you the, said? The long yeah, flowing the grain, yeah. grain. The grain, grain of hair yeah that and I think that's where people took it. Where I don't think he's meant that. I think he said nice hair is in like nice styles like the way it like looks the way nah. that you're wearing it not necessarily how it like fucking feels you know what i mean so so i i agree with you but then i don't agree with you because i feel like chris brown meant it <laughs> exactly how he said how it. Yeah, it yeah yeah okay. I'm thinking, right. but i didn't take it that way like when i think when i say nice hair like nice hair is it's different for different people. Right. Whether like, it's braids, yeah, uh, some, cornrows. Some people look yeah. good with box braids. Yeah. Some people don't. Right. Okay. Like, if Rihanna had on box braids, bro, I would fry her because her forehead is too big. So, Rihanna be rocking you, some box braids. Have you seen Rihanna lately with the box braids? The, when, oh, when she was wearing a pink dress Son, or whatever? Rihanna her, look good her, with the I'm, motherfuckers. I, yo, I, look, neck down. Her forehead is too big for God. some box braids, man. <laughs> I'm serious for me, me personally. Okay, me personally. <laughs> I'm right, not, right. not, not, I'm just saying. You personally. Like, there okay. are other hairstyles for her that work better for her, gotcha. in my opinion. In your opinion. Just gotcha. like, you know, Beyonce, just like everybody else. Okay. So when it comes to nice hair, nice hair is different. Yo, I wouldn't walk in here. Yo, if I walked in here with like a high top fade, Brio would fry me up 
You from the basically top. have a hot dog. Relax. <laughs> Relax. You know what I'm talking about, though. Like the old Will Smith okay, Fresh Prince right. joint. Like, you know what I mean? If I walked in here with a, a wild haircut, mm. like, y'all would fry me. I wouldn't be able to be on it. Like, it, it, okay. it just, it is what it is. So, so, all right. So, you're saying that you interpreted him saying literally just nice, like the way yeah, he nice looks. Yeah, nice hair. But you think that he actually meant yeah, exactly how they interpreted it. Absolutely. Okay. Because I feel like Chris Brown only messes, look at his track record. He only messes with women. First of all, like he messes with lighter skin, mixed women, exotic women. You know, like he has a certain type. It is what it is. Okay. So, th- so this is one of the scenarios where like the person that's receiving it has the full right to be offended by what he said. I think so. Okay. I'm going to... um. I'm gonna agree with Dayton on um on everything. Actually, I think that I first of all I didn't take it as anything because I didn't hear it. Um, and then when people were talking about it, I didn't give a fuck enough to listen, so I double didn't take it as anything. <laughs> so I really only heard it about 47 minutes ago when you played it. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't I didn't I wasn't offended by it. I didn't take it as like. I didn't take it as like a uh, quote unquote good hair, but I know, like Dathan said, I know that that's what he that meant by troll, it. Man. That's, that's what he meant by yeah, it. That, that's not even him trolling though. That's he, the he thing. Really means it. Yeah. But also, I know that he know. I know that he knew what he was doing when he when he put it out there. Um, I I'm, I'm sure that somebody said they probably gonna talk shit about this, but I think it go back to honestly to me it go back to like. What I was saying about um, like months ago when I was talking about Wiz Khalifa, how he was saying like good art is left up for interpret like well not even him, good art in general is supposed to be left up for interpretation mm-hmm. or whatever. You want people to, you want people to come and look at it and take it in and analyze it. You want people to listen to it and play it back because everybody that's going to listen to the song is increasing his streaming numbers, right? That's... So it's like, the shit is supposed to be Damn, left up. That's true. It's, yeah. it's supposed to be left up for inter- interpretation because that's what art is supposed to be. You're supposed to look at it at more as from, by, from more angles than one. So like, stop giving a fuck so much. Oh, this nigga got on Instagram and said, man, y'all just insecure. Would y'all, he, he was basically saying, would y'all, look at how I used the sentence. He was like, would y'all fuck with niggas with fucked up teeth or, or some shit like Something that. Like nah, that. Like, yeah. it, it yeah, like, his, his outlash just be so wild yeah, to his me, clap, His clapback was <laughs> just, crazy. that was the part. So I was more, like I said, I was more offended at the black bitches part than I was with the good hair part or the nice hair or whatever. I would, I hate hearing black bitches together. And you know, it's what? something about those two words together just sounds so fucking derogatory. And, and that goes back to Dathan's point where you said that he knew exactly what he was saying. Right. The way he said it, he there was literally the fun the craziest part is that when you listen to the actual like line, there was literally no reason for him to say black bitches. Right. It didn't rhyme with nothing. nothing. It didn't like really fit but in the context Chris of the Brown. verse. Yeah. Right. That's but, Chris Brown. but again, when I heard that part, even though I was offended more by that than I was the second the second half. I still didn't give a fuck enough about it to be outraged. I just felt like if it were, if if that was something that I paid if I was listening to this album in its entirety and that was and I was on this song and that lyric was something that caught my attention, I would just know that like I don't really like this song and I wouldn't I just probably wouldn't play the song. Like I just don't give a fuck enough about it to be like, oh, 
cancel Chris Brown because mm-hmm. he keep calling us black bitches. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't give a fuck. Well, the nice hair part, like, it's just crazy to me because at no point in my life, I don't think I've ever looked in the mirror and be like, oh, you, what's the opposite of nice? Um, nappy. Mean. Whatever the, whatever the opposite is, like, I've never once looked and in the mirror. And I only said, I, I'm lit- I literally only said nappy because, because I know that's another word. Too. That causes outrage. Well, at no point have I looked in the mirror and thought like the complete opposite. You know what I mean? Like, so so that's why even some of the like, if I was a woman, you know what I mean? I would have been like, well, that shit don't apply to me. Like Chris Brown would fuck me because I got nice hair. You know what I mean? Like, I, at no point am I thinking like I don't have the opposite of whatever nice is. You know what I mean? So I, I see his point. Like, well, why y'all taking it so personal? Like, if if it don't apply to you, keep it pushing. I felt like it probably did apply to me only because my hair is never done. So, 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 <laughs> so it, 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 like, I agree with what you were saying. It's not, it's not your personal perspective, but I have seen, you know, <laughs> going out, people who don't have nice hair, who don't have their hair done. Gotcha. You know, okay. it's not that you don't have nice hair, but that time that I'm seeing you, yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on. But then, okay, so it's like, okay, well, Chris Brown wouldn't fuck me, but Chris Brown not even here. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, why? that's the issue. Chris Brown won't pay them any mind. Mm. So they may. Like, it is what it is. It is what it is, man. Yeah. I, like I said, I wasn't really necessarily tripping off the line. But you, some uh, one of our one of our listeners, she did send me something a little bit earlier. And she was saying, well, it, that is one piece to it. And then she was saying, like, there was a, a story that came out recently where, like, Chris Brown only, like, allowed, like, light-skinned women to his sections or, mm. you know, the little little rumors that you that you see around. So I guess when you start to add a couple things together, people, you know, they are a little bit outraged. All I'm saying is no woman who, curr- who currently dates Chris Brown or messes with him in the future will be mad because they're they're like, oh, he used to mess with Rihanna. Or Karuchi. Or Karuchi. And they're going to put themselves yeah. like, oh, now I'm messing with Chris. That's exactly yeah. how they think now. Like, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean... But to get back to Rio's point, artists do do a lot of things for streams and they put out information on purpose and it could be real or fake, but they they do it. And to keep Lil Nas X, right, he came out, literally came out of the closet was like, yeah, like, you know, I'm I'm gay or whatever. And it's I don't want to say he he did it at the perfect time, but he did it at a time where. What was it? Old Town Road. Old Town Road has been on the Billboard charts. It's been like the number one song for, like, Bruh, for forever, right? And this is coming off his BET performance, right? And then all of a sudden now it's like, oh, like, hey, I'm coming out the closet. And then now he's getting more streams because of that, right? And it, it's Pride Month was last month. Yeah, it was right? like the last day of Pride. Yeah. So I, I'm, I, yo, at the end of the day, it's money. Well, I'm surprised niggas ain't know he was gay. To be I, honest with you. I mean, look, I ain't even care. I, I ain't even care. Look, you got to tell me you're gay in order for me to 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 get to the point like saying like you're make gay. A big, I make a big hoopla about it. Yeah, exactly. Like, like if I'm not gonna look at you and be like, oh, he's gay, because that's that's homophobic. <laughs> I, I feel I feel like for real, like, you know what I mean? Like we we really worked. We had to work to kill that because like. If you just look at somebody and be like, oh, like you're gay or like, oh, like you're straight. like So I can't say why I thought he was gay? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can. I don't know if it's homophobic, uh, but I, I, I feel like. I just don't want to judge. I feel like you know it's more I mean? judgmental than yeah. anything. Yeah. Oh, so I can't say why. I mean, you can say why, but yeah. I mean. You can say why. You can say why. Well, I just, I just, I just noticed like the earrings he's been wearing. So I just figured that like, 
Bryson Tiller wear them earrings. Huh? Bryson Tiller wear them earrings. You talking about the long joints? Yeah, like the little dangly joints. So hey, I, I just, I would just start to just notice that. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe the little that, that, that wasn't a gay. That wasn't a gay. Well, that shit gave me. Let me not go because I don't want to get canceled. So let me right. Don't try to get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't want to keep battling people on Twitter. He was hacked, canceled. y'all. His microphone was hacked. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, real quick, the last thing I just wanted to touch on briefly is um, there was a video that went up today of Rihanna uh, reuniting with her, her former PE teacher, man. Mm-hmm. It was very emotional. You know, she gave him a big-ass hug, and she was crying. And, um, you know, people were like, well, it was just a PE teacher. What the hell? PE? Like, I don't even remember my PE teachers. But Rihanna said that, you know, he, she was a, uh, he was a mentor to her, like a father figure. So a very emotional moment for her to reunite with somebody that ha- had an impact on her at a young age. So I wanted to just ask you all real quick, were there any teachers in your lives um, that uh, you would love to, that you would like to reconnect with, or had an impact on you um, growing up. <clears throat> I'll, I'll, no, I'll, I'll let you go first, because I'm in here. But I looked up, and both of y'all were staring at me. <laughs> I, 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 I was gonna go first. <laughs> oh, well, I go give that some then. time. I, um, I mean, I was ready. Yeah, Are you ready? But well, I can go. I can still wait my turn. Uh, sure, I'll go. <laughs> I, I'll let y'all have it because I know y'all gonna go. This nigga over here, I know you got somebody good. <laughs> I know you got somebody good. But for me, um, my favorite teacher growing up, man, well, I had two. Uh, Ms. Barnes, she was my first grade teacher. She had a real big impact on me, man. Ms. Barnes was an old school black lady. She ain't give a damn. Uh, she been through a, she, I know she she battled a fucking civil rights. She done survived a whole lot of shit. I remember we was in first grade, dog. And she used to tell us all the time, you know, I, we was, used to be bad. And she used to tell us, like, yo, you come in here, act up. I'm going to shake you. The kingdom come. And I knew she was <laughs> listening back to that. I'm like, yo, that's how I know she's been through some shit growing up. But, you know, as I got older, man, Miss Barnes was one of the sweetest ladies I've ever met, man. She's absolute, absolute sweetheart. She actually passed away a couple of years ago. Um, so Miss Barnes in the first grade. And in uh, high school year, years, uh, Miss Chevelli Smith, she's actually the vice principal at the high school that I went to, but she was my history teacher in the 11th grade, man. And Miss Smith had such a great impact on me. I remember there was a time, um, I, I was about to get into a fight. It was like a, a situation I had let, started off in the hallway. You was about to throw hands. Yeah, a situation started off in the hallways and it, and it led into her classroom. And I remember she was like, Renee, I have never seen you like this. And she like kicked me out. And, you know, it was, she sent me out the room and we had a long talk. And then, I mean, after that, me and her, we bonded, man. We just got tight as thieves. Um, I was actually her aide in my, my senior year in high school. So I would go to her classroom, have her grade papers and like shit like that. And, um, she, I mean, all throughout college, man, we just kept in touch with each other, sent each other emails when I would be on summer break or spring, like spring break or whatever. I would go visit her. And um, actually recently, one of my best friends, um, Abdul, he was actually on the show before. He was able to get in contact with her and she wants us to, um, she, she wants to start off a, a, a program for like, you know, young black men that go to the school or whatever. So she actually wants to get us involved in that. So I'm really looking forward to that. Hopefully that's something that we get kicked off um, going into next school year. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. But those are my two most impactful teachers, Miss mm-hmm. uh, Barnes, uh, first grade, and Miss uh, Chevelli Smith, um, 11th grade. I had a teacher um, in high school that I was never actually taught by. She was just, and I can't remember how we became cool exactly, but she was just cool as shit. She had a son that went there. So he was in the ninth grade and I was in 11th grade. And um, I would be in my photography class and her class is like down the hallway or whatever. So I would sneak out of photography class and I would go to McDonald's and then I would come back and I would just go sit in her class. 
And um, it got to the point where she used to make me actually teach the class. Oh, shit. Like she would make, well, not necessarily teach it, but she would <laughs> she would make me like write problems on the board or she would make me grade papers or some shit like that. Mind you, I was in a whole different class in, at the time. Like this was like ninth grade algebra or something like that that she taught um, while I was in 11th grade and I was in photography class. So I would get in trouble a lot in photography class because clearly I would always leave. Mm. Um, but my work would always be done. And then when I I had um so then we had got even closer and I used to go to her house. I used to like go over there for like dinner. Um I used to sit with her at basketball games. Sometimes I wouldn't even go to a basketball game if she wasn't going. Mm. Um and and then her son became like a like a little brother to me, you know what I mean? If I saw him skipping or if I saw him in the hallway or something like that, I'd be like, "What you like, you know, I, I would look out for him, but I would be like, I'm going to tell your mother or something like that, right?" And then I went to college and I just, I like didn't, every time, I didn't go back to, because I went to high school in Virginia. So I didn't go back to Virginia often. But whenever I did go back to Virginia, I used to always say, I used to always say, I need to go see Miss Clements. I, I need to go see Miss Clements and never did. And then she died. Oh, man. Yeah. She had, um, she had cancer. She got diagnosed, I want to say lung cancer. Wow. And, um. And that was that's probably one of the things that still doesn't sit right with me because I legitimately kept saying, I need to go see her. I need to go see her. And it was times where I would be right around the corner from her house, but just be so caught up in my own shit, you know, doing 18, 19 year old things or whatever. So caught up in my own shit that I, I never gave her like 20 minutes or whatever. Um, and then I found out I found out that she was sick. But when I found out she was sick, it was like in January, and I want to say she passed away in like May. Wow. So, um, honestly, that situation was what helped me be like so mature when it came when my uh, this was probably like, let me see, I was I think I was like a sophomore in col in college, so this was uh, maybe like 2012 ish, something mm. like that. When my grandfather passed away in um in 2017, and he like. You know, he had, he had like, uh, was in the hospital for a little while. And one of the reasons why I didn't see her when I found out she had cancer, because it was like, I remember all good shit with her and I didn't want to see her like that. So I felt like seeing her sick would make it harder for, for me to let go when in reality, it's been harder for me to let go because I didn't see her sick. one last time. Yeah. And because of that situation, it's been, more, it, it definitely lit a fire under my back. Um, or or left me with some type of like guilty accountability to where like if somebody really means something to me to not care about how they are like now to make sure I still see or, you know, um, because when my grandfather wasn't doing well and my first initial reaction was obviously I don't want to see him like that. But something told me that like I need to go see him. And that was like the only way that I was able to be okay at the funeral and shit like that. So I, I, I thought it was cool that I, even though I was never in any of her classes um, and I, I hadn't seen her for a long time, I was still able to get a lesson from her. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So uh, rest in peace. Um, Miss Clemens. Yeah. That's a good story. That's a real good story. Um, That's like a real good story. Nah, yeah. yeah she used to, she she knew that I didn't need to be in photography class and she really wanted me to be in her class skipping anyway. So she would write me a pass to like my next class 
so that it wouldn't count as if like she would write me a pass like back to my photography class to make it seem like she had asked me to come to, come her. to her class. Yeah. yeah. And she would be like, I know you're going to McDonald's. Like it got to a point where she would because my car was like some shit. So um, I didn't drive to school every day. But it got to a point where she would be like, take my car to 7-Eleven and hmm. go get me a coffee. That's funny. I would be like Miss Clements, of course, it, when it wasn't like for me. I would be like Miss Clements. I'm in class, like I can't do that. She'd be like, "Girl, you you do you anything do you want. Go yeah. get me a coffee." That's yeah, so she nice. was she was my nigga. Shout out to Miss Clements. Damn, nah, that shit. How do I follow that up? Um, I got three people actually. And I'll keep it real short though. Um, my little king. Oh. <laughs> oh. Nah, I um I went I went to private school all my life, right? Yeah. Um, all the way up until college. Your parents to, got money. So yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. But um, my three white people. Uh, I was I was taught by a lot of women throughout mm. my time, and I had majority all black women teachers. Up until I switched, because I went to an all-black elementary school, private school. Mm -hmm. And then um, I had to go to a middle school, which was predominantly white. My sixth grade teacher, Mr. Miller, he was my first male teacher ever. And the dude was like, he he used to be a hippie back in the day. Like, he still had the long rat tail Mm -hmm. and everything. But he was like the realest person I've ever met outside of like my immediate friends in it like he was so authentic like so genuine with his words he has so many stories that he shared with us that's why i'm so good at history now like he has so many stories that he shared with us he used to share with us stories about like how he said um you know because he used to protest back during the civil rights movements mm-hmm. you know for equal rights and stuff so like on that the Bernie Sanders shit? yeah yeah he 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 told us a story once and and it really got me involved in like the civil rights movement just studying more about it so you did get taught about martin luther king nah it, <laughs> it, it's, 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 <laughs> but he was telling a story about one of his friends one time it was a it was a neo-nazi and kkk rally and uh-huh. they, they literally had like a school bus and their banners like across the school bus and one of his friends a white guy um <laughs> was drunk and he ran and tore the banner off of the the side of the school bus mm. and of course the the neo-nazis and kkk members start like beating up his friend and he he told us the story about like that was the the first time where he was actually involved in like a brawl mm. because you know you you see your friend getting jumped so like all his people, you know, they had to jump in and and save his friend, and they and they actually formed like a human chain around the friend so that they couldn't like beat him up because they were. It's all about nonviolence, right? And That's not bad, pussy. Them niggas just yo, throwing hands. Yeah, yeah, but they just formed a human was, chain around yeah, that nigga, and he was like, "Yo, he got his ass we whooped, bro." Did ass, did ass. But, um, but, it's just, if I'm getting my ass up, don't form no human chain around Right. Because I'm going to be sick. I'm going to whoop y'all ass. Facts. Facts. I'm going to beat the shit. Thanks. Don't no lie. Don't no lie. But nah, nah, nah. He definitely had a, a, a great impact on me. And, and then even after the fact, when I went to high school, he would always tell me like, yo, like you're gifted. Like keep going. Just mm. keep pushing, keep pushing. And then my, my guidance counselor in high school and my guidance counselor in college as Word. well. Those two women, um, man, like my guidance counselor in college is literally the reason why 
I was able to survive college. Mm. Like legit was like, yo, get your shit right, get your shit together. Like let's let's get moving. This is what you can do. Like you've already proven it to yourself, that type of shit. And I still email her now and, and text and this, that, and the third. And then uh my guidance counselor in high school was actually my brother's guidance counselor as well, because we went to the same high school, just at different times. And well, I remember when my brother was sick, she actually visited him, visited him in, in the hospital oh, wow. and and all that. And then when I came to school, she made sure that she was my guidance counselor. And man she was like my my school mom like you know if if i need anything if i needed to take a nap like anything just go to all hold you down chill yeah all right that's what's up man look at that man y'all done had some some impactful uh teachers growing up yep or listen i ain't got nothing else for y'all y'all got anything else i'm good i'm tired oh no i got one pmb yo stop all these all these people i was about to say all these jumps all these people, right? They don't eat vegetables, but they go into the fucking store buying cucumbers oh, and taking God. videos of them sucking fucking cucumbers. No one wants to see that shit. No one. Yeah, I, I having, promise you. I was having a conversation about this the other day, and I was like, to be honest with you, that's not a turn off for me, bro. Like, nothing about that is a turn off for me. Like, yeah. you're you're sucking a fucking cute. You're you're dumb. Yeah. Just 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 find the real. Just find the real deal, bro. <laughs> go home. Just find a real deal, like, bro. Cook this shit. <laughs> I, eat it. I feel you. But I yeah, feel you on that's that. It, that's all the guy. I ain't got no PNBs, man. I'm good. I'm looking forward to this little extended break that we got coming up, man. I got five days off. It feels good to be back. Um, I missed you guys being here in the studio, even though I've seen y'all outside of here. Um, it definitely feels good to be back, man. Yes, sir. Uh, so let's get about it. Nigga, you ain't got your shoes on. Well, um, so they had me deciding what the vibe of the day is going to be. No Chris Brown. Week. No Chris Brown. I wasn't going to play throwback by <laughs> Nigga, Chris you, Brown. You, you chose this shit with Drake last time. No guy. Oh, damn. You, I did play no guys last <laughs> Get time. Get off his dick. <laughs> I'm dick riding. <laughs> I'm dick riding Chris Brown. I'm dick riding Chris Brown. Just let me know. Just, just let me know. <laughs> well, you was talking earlier how you got good hands. So. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> uh, so Chris Brown will fuck me. That's what y'all saying. <laughs> just let me know. You got one more time. <laughs> <laughs> you got anyway, anyway, anyway. Look, man. You know I'm I'm big on the local artists, man. So Gold Link, who was a, a a DC native, man, he dropped an album called Diaspora. If you have not heard it, I would highly suggest you go check it out, man. It's a dope, dope album. Um, obviously the theme behind that is is our diaspora, the African diaspora, right? So you know, from slavery, from Africa, we came over to all all you know on this side and in in Europe, but you know, Central America, the West Indies, America. On this music, on this album, he has sounds from um all the places that black people is there. So he has, you know, Afrobeats on there. He has uh, West Indian music on there. He has um, Latin music on That's there. Dope. It's really fucking dope, man. Y'all should definitely check it out. Um, the, song, <clears throat> the song that I'm going to play is called Jack Ting featuring Ari Pensmith. Once again, it's called Jack Ting featuring Ari <laughs> Pensmith. I hope y'all enjoy it and go stream it, man. Uh, part of episode 63. The truth, we out. Man. Let's get the fuck out of here. We just have fun But there's always someone Trying to show what they can do
You don't wanna get involved. Get close in my job. We ain't on a job thing. We ain't on a job thing. Oh no, we ain't on a job thing. We ain't on a job thing. Oh no, we ain't on a job thing. Run around sliding in the coop whip. Bad bitch, she don't wanna do shit. Coop big as fuck like a cruise ship. Yeah, nigga, back on the cruise ship. Put a dirty clock on the yacht. Still acting like I'm on the block. Still get a call from the boys in the pen, putting money on the books when they lack. Rich nigga do it for the children. Wanna talk, never talk billions. Phone phone nigga might kill him. Moving at night, sliding a mic. Put a nigga where you can't see him. And we might do it for no reason. This our mood on season. Talking like a G, don't believe him. I don't sleep, but please don't ask me why. When it comes to you, can't help but lie. When it comes to beef, I never hide. If you got a problem, don't be shy. I thought we were cool, so why you nice? Don't repeat myself, won't say it twice. Please be careful, I'm not even nice. Been on road too long, I might just get the knife. We don't look for trouble, we just have fun. But there's always someone trying to show what they can do. Get close to my job. We ain't on a joke today.